Waking up is the worst. Those first fragmented seconds of consciousness where I try to glue the pieces back together, remember where I am. I don't just mean physically. The move from a skanky marital home on the outer reaches of the central line to a posh pad in Shoreditch has its compensations. It's more about where I am, with a capital I. And yes, I do realise it's always got a capital I. I've gone from smugly oblivious wife to shell-shocked single in nine gruesome months, and I'm not remotely acclimatised. It's like I've been banished to a galaxy far, far away, without enough warning to pack so much as a spare pair of knickers and a toothbrush. Enough. One thing I'm fast learning is that self-pity is fatal, and on today of all days, there's no time for it. I propel myself out of bed. Right foot squashing down on a half-melted Kit Kat, I vaguely remember wolfing down when I got back from work in the wee small hours. I peer at the carpet, but not too hard, fervently hoping it's not an antique. It's floral and musty, and could either be a five-pound bargain from a junk shop or lovingly imported from a palace in 17th century Siam. The thing about living with Millie is that you never quite know if you've got an heirloom on your hands. I've got the interview of interviews today, a shot at a job that might provide some comfort for my personal life gaily nosediving off a cliff. If I could win a place in Oscar Retford's kitchen, it'd make the years of dicing carrots and disemboweling poultry all worthwhile. I childishly cross my fingers as I stand under the shower, trying to resist the expensive unguents that Millie's left in there and stick to my carbolic own brand skin stripper. I don't know much, but what I do know is that I want this job more than anyone else has ever wanted a job in the whole history of job-seeking. I deliberate hard about my outfit, even though I've got another four hours to perfect it. I've only been here a few weeks, and my bedroom already looks like a junk shop, piled high with half a houseworths of possessions. I yank a mirror out from behind a leaning tower of boxes and critically examine my first attempt. I wish I knew if it was Oscar himself who'd be giving me the once-over. I'm not a total hoe. If I were, I'd be a very, very unsuccessful one, having slept with the grand total of one man in a decade. But there's no escaping the fact that making myself pleasing to the eye would be no bad thing. Whereas if it's some spiteful female sous-chef who's eaten her own body weight in pastry, she's not going to be impressed by the madmen-esque black shift I've just yanked on. Or maybe she would, I think, grabbing the stray saddlebag of flesh that sneakily welded itself to my left buttock. Surely misery's meant to turn you waif-thin. I've never been a beanpole, but the fact I've become an even bigger fan of the Midnight Feast than the famous five is wreaking a terrible revenge on my eyes.